for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Don't forget, live streaming on Rumble. Go to rumble.com slash Casey the Host. Please hit that subscribe button. Share it on all of your social media. I can't grow unless you all do that. Please, I appreciate it. Um, I, I got to just allow me to rant for just a little bit, and then we're going to talk about Afghanistan. If you are a fast food restaurant or a coffee place and you have a drive through or something like that, uh, do me a favor and just change your menus. Just change them out. Just, just stop. Stop having a full menu because most of you are not honoring the full menu anyway. I, I'm frankly, I'm getting a little annoyed. I'm not, I'm not alone in this. I've talked to several people who are having the same thing. You go out, you go through a drive-thru, you're sitting in the drive-thru for, you know, 20, 30 minutes. You get up to, to make your order. You go to place your order, and the person on the other end, uh, mon- monotone-like, responds to you in a non-jovial, non-pleasant fashion that they're not making those items. And why did I sit here and waste 20 or 30 minutes of my life in the drive-thru if I'm just going to get up here and you're not going to actually make an item that is sitting there on your menu being promoted and advertised as a current special. So just change your menus. Go to the dollar store, okay? Because I realize you're all on budgets. Go to the dollar store and pick up some craft paper at the dollar store and just cover your menu through the drive-thru and use a Sharpie, also available at the dollar store. And write down the two things that you are making that day. That way you don't waste everybody's time. You, I went to one particular place. They happen to serve coffee. I went to one particular place. It has been two weeks. I've been trying to get one specific thing. I've been there several times. Nobody will make it. Why are you running television ads for it? Just tell everybody at the drive-thru that you're not making three quarters of the menu. If it's a coffee shop, hey, all of those cool things that we're promoting, we're not doing that. You want coffee? Black or with cream. That's it. That's, that's all you get. No pastries, no any other drinks. We're not doing any of that because none of you are making any of those things. And I think that people are getting a little sick and tired of wasting their time. What's happening is you're hoping that people will be waiting for a long time. All right, fine. Just give me this then. No, just, just do us all a favor. Change your menus. Look, I blame you owners and I blame you managers. I don't blame the employees necessarily, unless, of course, the employees are supposed to be making them and they're choosing not to. I've seen that happen at a couple of places. Like, all of a sudden, we're not taking any more orders. We're, we're, too, we're too backed up. We're done, and we're shutting the kitchen down. We're finished. I've seen that a few times, too. Just do yourself a favor. Be a leader. Walk outside. Cover the menu. Let everybody know they can't get anything on the menu. Save everybody time. I went through a drive, no joke. I went through a drive through on Saturday. And I went through this drive through, and the person came on the other end of the drive through and said, We're closed because of short staff. In the middle of the day. All right. Roll yourself out of the restaurant and put a sign outside so people know that you're not open. Nobody wastes time. See? See how that works? Just 
little common sense, little common courtesy would go a long way. I think I get it. Some of you are short staffed. I understand that, but do yourself a favor and inform your customer base that you're not going to make anything on the menu for them. And that way they don't waste their time. They just go someplace who will make them stuff. There's lots of places that are making everything on the menu. Sometimes it's taking a little bit longer to get it. Somehow, some way, and I don't know how this is, positive shout out here. Hardee's and Arby's not missing a step. How's that? Hardee's and Arby's, they're still just as fast as they've always been. It's everybody else who seems to be having a problem, and I don't know why that is. It is pretty sad when you go to a coffee place and they're closed in the middle of the day because of short staff. Well, I'm talking to somebody. Can you give me a black coffee, please? No, no, they, they can't. They can't do that. She's too busy telling people that they're not open while it's business hours. Just do us a favor. Dollar store, craft paper, Sharpie. We're serving these two things today. You can even rotate it out if you want to get, get creative. Then you never know what you're going to get when you go over to the place at the corner uh, by your by your house. Hey, what will they serve me today? I don't know. It's like playing the lotto. Let's figure it out. <sighs> it's just getting irritating. And I know that I'm not alone because I've talked with several other people who are having the same issue. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let's talk about Afghanistan. Slightly um, more important than your fast food was. All right. Uh, Twitter does not allow President Trump to be on their platform. Did you know that the Taliban still has an active Twitter presence? Their official spokesperson still has a Twitter account. So Trump can't have one, but the Taliban who murder and butcher and torture people, they're allowed to have a Twitter presence and spread their propaganda. That's, that's good news. Uh, what else do we have here? Um, the Pentagon spokesman. Oh God, this guy is, Kirby is such a disaster. <clears throat> so he said, and this this goes back to my broader point, okay? Because I keep running into feeble-minded idiots who think that what is happening is Trump's plan. It is not Trump's plan. This is Biden's plan. It is totally different than Trump's plan. I pointed out the conditional issues that were at hand under the Trump agreement, and the Taliban did not meet those conditions. There wasn't going to be withdrawal unless the Taliban met those conditions. Those conditions were not being met, and Biden decided he was going to change the timeline anyway and still not do a slow drawdown, but do a, you know, we're going to pull the rug out from under you while closing Bagram, which is stupid. But I digress. I went over all that yesterday. The one thing I've pointed this out, I don't care who you are. I don't care where you are on the political spectrum. The one thing that you know about Donald Trump is he wasn't going to leave Americans overseas to die. That is not who he is. That's not who he's ever been. That is not the behavior of him throughout his presidency. He always went around the world and he snatched up Americans that were ignored by the Obama administration after multiple years of the family lobbying for help. And he got them back. That was his track record. Whether you like the man or not, he didn't leave Americans to die overseas without America coming to help. He never did that. Um, why, why do we still have thousands of Americans trapped inside of Afghanistan? Why did we shut down an air base that could have been better defended when we could have sent them there? Biden did this. 
This is all on Biden. He's the one that said, oh, we don't have all of our people out. That's no big deal. Shut everything down and leave the country anyway. Speaking to It's Not News, CNN, Pentagon spokesman John, I'm embarrassed, Kirby admitted he didn't even know the number of Americans currently trapped inside of Afghanistan due to Taliban checkpoints. You know what his best guess is near Kabul and only near Kabul? You know, you know what uh, Kirby's best guess is for Americans that are trapped in the country? Between five and 10,000. You, you, didn't, you didn't think to get five to 10,000 Americans out of the country before you pulled the rug out? And left? You didn't think about doing that? You didn't think about providing them an alternative other than Kabul to get away? You, you didn't even... Cons- no, of course not. Because Biden said yesterday in his speech, somebody came to me and requested that I send 6,000 more troops to make sure that we could secure the airport in Kabul. You weren't watching that? And just, as I said yesterday, with his speech, which is widely debunked, we debunked it in real time, but... Somebody had to come to Biden and say, yo, we need at least 6,000 more troops. We've lost control of the airport. We need security. Biden couldn't sit there and look at that and go, hey, um, are all of our people okay? Do we need to send more people? That's what a commander in chief should have done. What's what's going on here? Why is there a breach at the airport? Why didn't we have enough people on the ground to do that? I told you to have enough people on the ground to do that. But he didn't because he didn't. Somebody had to come to him and jog his dementia filled brain to send 6,000 troops to help with what was happening in Afghanistan because he didn't think to do it. General Milley didn't think to do it. Admiral Kirby didn't think to do it. No, nobody, nobody thought to do it, which is infuriating. So you've got between five and 10,000 Americans near Kabul trapped. Can't get out. Can't get to the airport. Can't be airlifted, can't be rescued. So then John Kirby, the spokesman for the Pentagon, was basically asked a very specific question. All right, what's your plan to get them out? Got Americans trapped in Afghanistan. Y'all pulled the rug out from everybody and you just bailed in the dead of night instead of doing this slowly. Where's the, where, what's your plan? Kirby said that we have no plan for getting those Americans to the airport safely. As I said yesterday, and I will say it again, and I will continue to say it in the future. Why is it that Democrats have this nasty habit of leaving Americans behind in war zones? Why do they continue to do that? Everybody's talking about Vietnam. I've already given you a history lesson on what actually happened in Vietnam. Newsflash, Saigon fell two years after we left the war. The fall of Saigon wasn't an American defeat in Vietnam. Stop it. That was propaganda designed to attack Nixon. It's all about politics. Do you know why the fall of Saigon happened the way that it did? Because Democrats cut off all the funding to the South. And they did it like that with no warning. There's other factors, and I've already gone over those, but that's the event. That right there, that defunding, is what spurred the North to launch that final assault the way that they did. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done it. So Americans got left behind. You get the images from Saigon. Americans get left behind in Benghazi. 
Americans getting left behind in Kabul with no plan to get them out. And as I've said before, regardless of anything else, here's what you know wouldn't have happened under Trump. Bagram doesn't get closed before everybody's out. And five to 10,000 Americans don't get left behind in Kabul. That doesn't happen. It's not it. We've got a bunch of new developments, too. We'll talk about that coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. All right, Pentagon spokesman John Kirby. We've got up to 10,000 Americans that are trapped in Afghanistan near Kabul, and we don't have any plan to go get them. You know, screw them. We'll make sure that we get all of these Afghan refugees into the country, though. We'll, we'll do that. You see that the uh, the governor of, I think, Maryland or Maine or whatever, he said, we'll take Afghan refugees. Now, for the record, I think that interpreters and people who actively work with our troops need to get out of town. And I think that we should help them out. But just run-of-the-mill refugees, probably not a good idea. Um, and the fact that we're doing that while Americans are still trapped in Afghanistan because we didn't bother going to get them to get them out should infuriate everybody. We also likely know how Taliban leaders were able to get armed with U.S. military weapons. So this is all coming out today. We saw a bunch of of Taliban who had M4s and M16s and other American equipment. And it turns out, it turns out that what ended up happening is the Taliban paid a ton of money to Afghan officials and got equipment. Our equipment that we, we had sold or given to them or whatever. And they went ahead and were arming themselves with the equipment just by bribing military commanders in the Afghan military. There's also something else that has come out. There's another report. The Department of Defense uh, Office of Inspector General released its quarterly Operation Freedoms Sentinel report to Congress on Tuesday, providing, this is today, providing background about events leading up to recent significant and fast-moving developments in Afghanistan, unquote. It is a 98-page report, and it reveals that the Pentagon knew the Afghan security forces capabilities and the threats posed by the Taliban and other terrorist groups in the country, which we already told you that Biden was lying about that yesterday because we all knew that stuff. But this is the new report that came out yesterday. What it shows is that the Biden administration knew that the events of the last few weeks were not only possible, but were likely to take place. The report is peppered with DIA intelligence and media reporting that showed the Afghan forces couldn't ward off Taliban aggression without U.S. and coalition support. Yet the Biden administration responded with surprise as the Taliban took one capital after another last week. So the inspector general report makes it pretty clear that, again, we already told you this. Biden lied to you when he got on television. We covered it live on the show yesterday. He lied to you and he said, oh, it caught us all by surprise. No, it didn't. And you still didn't take measures to secure Americans who were in the country and make sure they got out safe. You'll take those Afghans with you. Got more coming up. 95.3 MNC.
And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Joe Biden killed Keystone Pipeline. Made sure that he benefited his, his son's old company, Burisma, by allowing the, the Nord Pipeline from the Russians. Russian oil imports have increased to 7% in the United States. Did you know that? We're getting 7% of our oil imports from Russia now. Wasn't the case under Trump. (laughs) What does Putin have on Biden? Well, I'll tell you what he has. He throat punched the guy when he was vice president. But the other thing, this is what's so hysterical about all of this. You're all watching the gas prices with me. Everybody's ticked off about it. I have seen people who hated Trump's guts say, bring Trump back. I want low gas prices again. Um, Biden kills the Keystone XL pipeline, probably illegally, kills it. There's a major energy supply issue in the United States now. He's messed up the whole energy, energy industry. And now Biden has gone to OPEC and he has asked OPEC to boost oil output amid the pandemic, so we can import more oil. You realize we were at a point where we didn't need to import any oil. We were a net exporter of oil under Trump. And now we have to import oil from the Middle East and the Russians. You you can't make this stuff up. No, here's the thing. If you were writing a Hollywood script on this, you'd be like, nobody, this is not believable. There would be critics for the movie saying, other than the unrealistic and unbelievable plot, (laughs) the acting was okay. (laughs) This is, honestly, I don't know. You're living in a nightmare. Congratulations. You're living in a nightmare. There's nothing else to, to say. It's, He screws up our own energy production, and then he asks OPEC to increase production so we can import more oil from them. All right, cool. Good to know. What does Vladimir Putin have on Joe Biden anyway? Well, he probably doesn't have it on Joe Biden. Probably has it on Hunter Biden. Did you see that Facebook is now deleting posts referring to the latest Hunter Biden scandal where Hunter Biden, naked, in a room, with a prostitute in Las Vegas, FYI, prostitution's illegal in Las Vegas. Just throwing that out there. Okay. Anybody want to get him on a prostitution charge? You're not allowed to buy hookers in Las Vegas. It's a crime in Clark County. You want a hooker? You got to go to Nye County and Pahrump. You can't get them in Las Vegas. It's a crime. I mean, you can get them, but it's a crime if you do get them. They're readily available, I assure you. But we've got Hunter Biden on camera recording himself with a prostitute, breaking the law, talking about Russian agents coming in and stealing yet another laptop from him. And Facebook is taking down all of those posts now. You refer to that Hunter Biden scandal, which is a new scandal. You refer to that, they take your post down. Hmm. I wonder why that is. More coming up, 95.3 MNC.